Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. This is entitled Professionals Use Spellchecker. Oh yeah, that's right. Mom will be proud of you, and she's definitely proud of me for this episode. But before we do, let's have a quick funny papers. I am a lot more out of the field than I ever have been prior when I was solo cleaning or getting the C3 business off the ground, trying to find team members, struggling to figure out the best hiring system, and I am nowhere near there yet. And thanks to Josh Melton, my coach, who has helped me so far along, we have developed a pretty robust system for bringing on and qualifying the right people. We're looking for professionals, people that have likely been through college, have a college degree, work in a professional office, maybe as a law clerk, paralegal, an office administrator, office manager, a secretary, a dental hygienist, a banker. That's right. These type of people, they need money part-time too. So I'm hiring them to work as a side gig office cleaner nights and weekends. And I am getting a lot of applications. I have them fill out a lot of things. There's at least an hour and a half of work on their end before they even see me on an interview on Zoom. That is insane, right? Well, depends. I want the right people, so I'm willing to do this. I even have a podcast series, and the final one is called How the Job Works, answering all these questions that people ask on interviews. So when I finally get someone on Zoom for an interview... I give them opportunities. Hey, well, I have my questions here for you. We'll cover those. I want to make sure I give you time too. So whatever questions you have, I assume they're written down in front of you. I'll have you ask me one and then I'll ask you one of mine and we'll go back and forth. And usually people will say, oh, that sounds good. And I'll get two, three, five questions from each interviewee. And then there was Brett, the only one I ever interviewed under 18 years old. He made it through my system and I wasn't going to not interview him because he made it through the system. And I went through the entire interview with Brett. He had no questions the whole time. I said, Brett, do you have any questions? No, I'm good. Are you sure? Uh, Yeah. I mean, you answered everything. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as I was wrapping up with Brett, I just thanked him. Hey, Brett, thank you so much for your time this afternoon for doing this interview with me. It was really fun to get to know you. And again, was there any other questions that you don't feel that were answered you would like to ask me real quick as we hang up? And he just said, uh, yeah, I got one. Oh, yeah, what is it? What is it? And Brett says, did I get the job? <laughs> I held my composure as I was just thinking, wow, what a direct question from a 17-year-old that hasn't been through a series of professional interviews do you ask that question on your first interview at the desk of the vice president of the company or the general manager or whoever you're interviewing with? Hey, thank you so much for your time here today, Bob. Um, hey, listen, I have a question. Yeah, what is it? Did I get the job? <laughs> you don't ask that question. But Brett was young. He was inexperienced. 
And it was just so honest. I loved it. I didn't end up hiring Brett, but I did appreciate the time, and I definitely wanted to share that here with you. It's not hilarious, but you will encounter all kinds of interesting people when you're interviewing out there. I grew up with a mom that corrected all of my spelling and grammatical mistakes. Thanks, mom. (laughs) It was painfully annoying. But she taught me that sending your draft is not what professionals do. Professionals send the edited and final version of their work. This was even taught and backed up in my schooling as well. I always checked my work and would be embarrassed if my work that I turned in had spelling mistakes. Enter 2022 and the age of social media, instant feedback, communication through a gazillion devices, and automatic text correctors. Many of these communication formats still rely on the written word and professionals are caring less and less on accuracy of their communication. I am totally guilty of this, and so are you. How many times have I wanted to send a response to a message or text so quickly that I hit send before I reread it? (laughs) It's embarrassing the stuff I've actually sent and then apologized for. We all do this now, as I have received messages from just about everyone with mistakes, And yes, even my dear mother. It's the great irony of the times we're in. First impressions are still as important as ever. Let me share this simple example. I got a resume from a candidate looking for a part-time cleaning job. I only hire professionals with resumes that want a side gig cleaning the professional offices we serve. This candidate was very professional, working as a case manager and touting communication skills in his resume. Then I read his email. The first communication to me was this, Hood Afternoon. This is super silly. I know what he means, good afternoon. Of course I know that. Do I give him a pass like I do for my friends and my family and my mom? (laughs) Well, let's think about this together. He is applying for a job that requires the small details to be handled with care. There are many opportunities in cleaning a professional office to miss an important detail that could make all the difference. If this candidate is sending his first impression email to me with hood afternoon, how many other details is he not double checking? Don't let this happen to you. And how about my 17-year-old friend, Brett, from the funny papers I shared? What about that young man? He didn't come across unprofessional, but he didn't prove professionalism by asking good qualified questions as any professional candidate would. He came right out in his pure, honest 17-year-old self and said, did I get the job? I mean, it's great. It's just great. I love that one. It made the funny papers, but it didn't make the C3 team. He was eager, and that's a great trait. But he had no questions for me, and I want someone who can think, 
figure stuff out, take ownership. Ownership is one of our core values. So even though Brett impressed me with honesty, he did not impress me with professionalism and ownership. So he was out. Here's another example. What if I spent hours and hours for the opportunity to do a walkthrough estimate for cleaning with a top-tiered wealth management company and then could send a professional proposal asking that wealth management company to spend $1,000 per month with C3? By the way, I did this and earned that job. But what if I had this opportunity and my first C3 email started with hood afternoon potential client? They may overlook it, but they may not. And I could have ended up losing thousands of dollars because I wouldn't double check my work. Thankfully, I did. And I did get that job. This is something that I've been working on more and more in this fast paced culture. You need to slow down before you can speed up. I am a professional and I use Spellchecker. I've even started to double check every text message and email that I send, even if it's to my mom and she writes back a bunch of gibberish and has to apologize. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean that, son. I still am working hard on this. Do I always do it? No, but it's on the top of my mind and I'm working on it every day. It just takes moments to check yourself and to check your work. And the rewards versus the consequences for not doing this are absolutely humongous. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars of not getting the client or possibly hiring the wrong person and having them cost you money or so many other examples or losing a friendship because one thing was misspelled that you didn't check. You don't think that happens? Bet me. This is way more important than you realize. And if you're just going to say, ah, forget this. This is a dumb episode from the Smart Cleaning School. What does Ken know? I can do what I want. I'll be professional where I think it needs to be. I'm fine. You're not talking to me, Ken. Well, that's fine. Ignore me and continue losing business and losing relationships. Oh, that didn't feel too good, did it? Nope. Well, for those that accept this as free training and mentorship, I congratulate you because it will make a difference. Thank you so much for listening to this much shorter episode of the Smart Cleaning School. I hope it was short and sweet, that it makes a big difference for your communication. I hope that it helps you impress others with being different by being accurate. Remember this, this mattered in 1933. It mattered in 1963. It mattered in 1993. And it still matters going into 2023. And with that, have a hood day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.